Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome along to episode 65 of the Sofa Manager Scottish Football Podcast. Back after a fortnightly break, we're well rested, and hopefully the content will be feeling more energised this week. We're all in <laughs> fine form, which I'll come to in a moment, aren't we, John? Uh-huh. Oh dear. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> The nasally tones already. Anyway, <laughs> smashing straight through that. On this week's show, we'll be talking about the Tommy Burns documentary that was on BBC Alba this week. Our thoughts on that. Did we like it? Did we not? What did we see from uh, Scottish football back in the day? We'll also have a little quiz afterwards based on Scottish legends. Stay tuned for that. Some uh, very surprising <laughs> numbers in there. We'll also be talking about uh, last week's Europa League. Um, Rangers away in Spain, playing Villarreal, and we're lucky enough to have our, our very own La Liga expert <laughs> with us to go over that, you know, write in if you think his Barcelona talks better than mine, top corner, <laughs> if you're watching on the video, and we'll also be covering the usual Scottish Premiership and Championship topics, including what it's like to currently be a Falkirk fan, yes, some of us do exist, very sadly, and are now the butt of almost everybody's jokes. Anyway, joining me on this week's show, as we might have heard briefly earlier, it is the man that is more stuffed than Dylan Mackin's breakfast roll, <laughs> as quoted by himself. Dylan Mackin. <laughs> <laughs> it is John Brown. Hello, John. Oh. Stuffed with a cold, are we? I'm choked. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It was a rare piece of actual banter on the group chat we had this week from John, which that's was true. clear to see that he was ill. <laughs> um, <laughs> in that funny pun about a slightly roly-poly Falkirk striker. Uh, but you still roly pulled your way at the Falkirk Stadium, sadly. I didn't roly pulled back out again. Yes! <laughs> Up and down the stairs. And we're also joined, we missed him last week, when we were talking about Dario G. Is Dario G back himself? <laughs> and La Liga expert, Dan Agusso. Hello, Paul. Thumbs up to you, Dan. That's how you <laughs> confirmed he was coming from <laughs> And myself, uh, Scotland's ropiest announcer, Paul. No way, no other way to say it, is there? Right, so shall we just get cracked on? So, topic number one, the topic on everyone's lips this week, was the Tommy Burns documentary on BBC Alba. Yes. Now, we here at Sofa Manager do like a good BBC Alba documentary. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we were all over the third Lanarkshire. In fact, it's a hit, hit podcast for us at the time. It was. Yeah, I think it's reached triple digits <laughs> uh, on the various audio and video sources. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, this was a, like 90 minutes long, I think. It was a lot longer than I expected. It was when I clicked on iPlayer, I was like, "Oh, this is uh, this is a football match <laughs> uh, in its length." Uh, but again, a guy I didn't know very much about before. No, I knew no. of him. I knew of his achievements yeah. and things like that. But you know, I didn't know much of the story about you know his, uh, his sad passing and things like that. So. Uh, Anyway, reviews, thumbs up, thumbs down. Darren sadly didn't sadly see it. Sadly, I've not so, seen it yet. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a great contributor. To I'll, I'll get to around then. Yes, sure. I recommend it. What did you think, John? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, it it kind of shines a light on a different era of Scottish football that we don't normally see anymore. Uh, you got to kind of see the the guy himself rather than what's maybe portrayed sometimes as a stereotype mm-hmm. um, or the character of only an excuse. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, That's the thing, that guy just sh- nails him. Like, he oh, looks like it's, him. It's, and it's, it's brilliant. Uh, it keeps the character going. You know, mm-hmm. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, a great sort of individual Scottish football that you'll probably not see ever again. Um, just with the way football is now, but... That's the, thing, fantastic. that's the thing that got me was all the wee tales about him like phoning him up his son at the chippy and you know oh, ordering just, the most yeah. random stuff and he's like where, where are you phoning from mate given his address and he's like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> putting the phone down and it's that kind of cheeky sort of characters and you saw the footage of him 
I was really struck as well by like you know his funeral and things. It was Walter Smith carrying the coffin, mm-hmm. stout, you know, Rangers man. And you know the funny thing about Tommy Burns is he couldn't be more Celtic, like being brought up in the same Catholic church as Celtic were founded in. Aye. And like one one thing I love about Tommy Burns was everything was green. Like his his famous suit in that cup final in ninety four ninety five against Airdrie. Yeah, uh, hi ninety four ninety five. Okay. Tell me in the comments. Maybe. I think it's ninety five. Uh, ninety four. But this amazing green suit, and I was amazed he rocks up to work as well in this beautiful green Honda Accord, which is a nineties car. You know, a, a boxy <laughs> something. But uh, no, he just he, he lived and breathed the stuff. But um, I, as you say, it was great to see the, some of the older footage. Um, but I thought it was funny because when you see the Celtic footage, it's actually this crystal clear archive footage. Mm. Cut to Kilmarnock in Division 2. Uh, it's been kind of written over by a VCR. It's, yeah. it's yeah. The, someone's old tape that they yeah, were think, trying to dig I, through. I did that for old Falkirk videos and stuff. So if you, was it Sofa Manager JB? Yeah, or, uh, there's somewhere on YouTube. Uh, you'll find them. Better viewed than this blooming podcast. <laughs> um, but they were... <laughs> the I, was more fu- I was so funny of the difference as well. Falkirk getting a wee mention with the, the programme. I... 97 Cup semi-final. Uh, there you go. But uh, aye, it was it was good to see a different perspective. Uh, well, just an older, because I was very much kind of grown up, you know, back then. Yeah, it's, it's good looking back and watching the old stories. And mm. the... Do you have any memories from football in the 1990s, Dan? Not any standout ones, no. I just, I remember, you know, my first ever football match was Falkirk versus Ross County in the 1990s. We played a boys' brigade tournament uh, on the sand astro pitches behind Brockville before the match, and I remember when we were coming out, there was the cheerleaders were warming up back in the days where that was a thing as that well. Was thing. Hashtag Kilmarnock. You uh, <laughs> <laughs> move yourself forward in the times, um, but aye, that was brilliant because I just remember there was like wood <laughs> everywhere uh, in those stands and stuff, and you got the highlights on Scott Sport, even though we weren't in the top division. Nah, they used to do the old first division highlights. Right up to quite recently, it was all five or six things. Really? Time you stopped doing them. I that was that was longer than I expected. Yeah. Actually. Do you I have mean, any memories from the nineties, John? I didn't start following football till really? two thousand two. That was my first games of two thousand two. It's more the thousands, yeah. Maybe got to a Dundee. Game I can't remember. Cup. I can't remember anything off Dundee. Like, World Cup. I was only four year old with the ninety eight World Cup. I can just about remember the two thousand two World Cup. I can remember Korea Japan. I yeah. can't remember much off it. Couldn't tell you anything about it. I remember a friend had the Xbox game, and the Xbox was a big thing at the time. This is the OG Xbox, by the way. This is not your. <laughs> the black go, the kind of black and the green cross. Aye, aye. Well enough. Times. <laughs> we had we had lots of fun Halo Two memories actually around here playing that sort of thing. So your first game was Falkirk Dundee then, Darren? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. Now both it's terrible football, football teams. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that. Uh, but one interesting thing about this, you know, Tommy Burns documentary was that they were interviewing pretty much greats. Uh, specifically Celtic ones, you know, obviously, you know, folk like Danny McGrain, who I thought was hilarious. Like, he was swearing like a trooper. Aye, good man. <laughs> In some sections. You know, Kenny Dalgleish, you know, a lot of top, Paul McStay and things like that were really top. Even, like, Van Hoydink and stuff. Yeah, I don't know Van Hoydink Van kind of starred as the, the striker for the uh-huh. stopping nine in a row. Mm. Um, it was Billy Stark was in it. Of course, I completely forgot I'd been kind of in the round Celtic at the time. I didn't know that. I, I know the name. I'll, I'll ever know him for the Scotland under twenty ones, and I think he did a bit with Kilmarnock as well at some stage. Mm-hmm. Who else was on? 
It was a bit I kind of dropped down when they said interviewing Darnold D though. Yeah, difference there. If you, if you was, actually yeah. remember back, he was a feature in the Celtic first team. He was a stalwart that Celtic centre back, especially when he talks about the AC Milan and the San Siro. That's crazy. That's it's unbelievable. We're actually going to come back to some ridiculous names that you would not believe played at that level. <laughs> I, I can quite believe it. Later. But that was cool. it was cool to see. But the, the question I would have is, you know, those guys, you know, now have, you know, a real aura about them. When you hear the name like Danny McGrain or something like that, you're like, that is a legend. And it's whether we will see the likes of Scott Brown, you know, James Forrest, even like folk like James Tavernier and stuff remembered in that same... Aye, I'll probably mentioned know. in the same breath. I don't think you'll get it. It's a different level of football now in, in Scotland than what it was back then. I mean, these is, that, guys, is that their fault? Is that it's just a natural way it's went for Scottish football? It's you look back and you look at you know if you want to look at the Celtic heroes back then, mm-hmm. you, you do go back to the sixties when they won the Champions League. That's true. Or doing a lot in Europe. Likewise with Rangers, anyone in that kind of nine in a row period mm-hmm. heroes. Hearts is the same, you know, John Robertson. It's an absolute legend down Gorgie Road. Very underrated, John Robertson was Aye. back in his day. I'd but like I mean, to actually Alba. I'd like to see a documentary on him. I'd like to see a documentary on <laughs> uh, the Hearts winning the league. I think that's another story that's not really been told. I know, but that would go quite well with Hearts actually winning the league this season, John, no, you see. So maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's in the works, who knows? Is it, called, is it Purple Bricks or something that's doing the... What are they called? They're doing, doing all the documentaries. Are purple bricks on the estate agents? Nah, maybe that, you are you're on the right lines. It's, it's purple something. It's purple purple vine or purple aye. something like that. Uh, you know, maybe oh, maybe holding off. I never thought of that. Uh, well, inside Ch- track there. Ch- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Change from purple to maroon. So you can't see, you know, for example, at Rangers down the Alfredo Morelos stand anytime soon. <laughs> I no. can't, no. It's amazing. <laughs> <Why that>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it, is, it the, is it the John Gregg stand or is it something else? Yeah, the... The Bill, big one, the big three-tier one. Bill Struth stand. Bill Struth. Yeah, yeah. Was he a player? He was a manager. Was manager. he? Again? Another, so. do, another documentary? I think <laughs> it was the, they opened that against Falkirk. Did they? They renamed it. It was one of the first games of the season. That must have been a while ago. Oh, I'm like 7-3 or something like that. But Good times, I'm not surprised. I remember that there was people parasailing off the roof yet and all that. Really? No. It was quite a, quite a show, kid, to be there. Oh, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to be a part of that. What about the programme and that? It's, it's bizarre. Like, yeah. I remember oh, really? That. Yeah. What year was but, that then? Uh, 2007. Oh, so that's much later than I thought. Because Ibrox hasn't changed in like... I, they just... It was a renaming like, rather than what it used to be previous. Oh, well. So there's no there's no current players there. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't say so. It doesn't really match the bill. I mean, you did say Scott Brown. Yes. He's not of the same quality. He's got the same longevity. Yes, he does. He doesn't have the same quality. Because Larson... How would we know? Larson is yeah, a... Yeah, he's not, he's not a Henrik Larson. You know, he, he was a real brilliant yeah, player. Yeah. He wasn't there quite as long, but he is a much better player. Okay, and like, for example, you know, Henrik Larson played with Barcelona. You uh-huh. not see Scott Brown do that same role? <laughs> sorry, no comment. <laughs> I'm sorry, right? You look at folk like Mascarano and like... Uh, who, who's terrible at Barcelona? Vidal would kind of be that holding midfielder role at the moment. Scott Brown could go toe to toe. That'd be quite funny. Maybe Barcelona beat you. Who's, who's that? Who's that? Bus- <laughs> Brisquets. Scott Brown's better than Sergio Brisquets, for example. Aye, you're taking the mic. Uh, Aye. I think he's better than Brisquets. No. <laughs> anyway, no. I'm I'm arguing for the sake of arguing. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you. Sadly, the success. You know, and I, if Celtic were to go ten and which is looking less and less likely. Well, after today, definitely. Uh, perhaps, perhaps not. But. Uh, Anyway, speaking of legends, 
I have a little quiz this week. Oh, so we're getting in early. Yeah, <laughs> getting in early. The listeners and the viewers are still with us. Hopefully, <laughs> at this point in time. So let's cue the music. Right. We're back. So yes, we're back. <laughs> This week's quiz, it was intended actually for a few weeks ago, so it's a bit of a relic uh, of olden times, but it's to do with the highest rated Scotland players ever to be in FIFA. Alright, okay. Okay, so I have a top 10 list here, some people are equal, so there are 10 positions but there are more than 10 players. Okay? Yep. Right, okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) the scoring to this is going to be quite difficult and complicated, and if there's a winner, there's a winner, I'm not really going to keep that much track of it, but it's part of the fun. Okay. Uh, I'll each give you four guesses. We'll say three guesses. We'll whiz this along. Right. Um, so if you guess the top one, you would get ten points. Uh, if you guess the rating, I'll give you half of that ten back. So you would get fifteen. <laughs> right? Oh my god! Scoring's gonna be good. Scoring from ten down to one, same scale either way. If you followed that, I'm amazed. It doesn't matter. That's anyway. Cool. Okay. Darren. Yes. Who do you think's the highest rated Scotland player in FIFA? And I stopped at FIFA Football 2005 because the ratings were just crazy. Not that some of these aren't. 2005. Who do you think's the highest rated FIFA? Highest rated. Of all time. Of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 2006 until now. In FIFA. Of course. Yeah. The video game. Just I'm just going to chuck a name out. Uh, Barry Ferguson. Barry Ferguson. He comes in at number three. Number three. Actually, what was his rating, do you think? Uh, highest ever rating be 70 something 74 no 83 83 that high 83 is that high bear in mind these are ridiculous Dan you score 7 <laughs> points for that no I'm not waking that up John that's ridiculous <laughs> it is ridiculous are you including, are you including blue informs no oh. no these are just honestly standard ratings John uh, who would be higher rated than Barry Ferguson <laughs> you would not believe it. you would honestly not believe it uh. <laughs> uh, who would have been playing there in England? Right. That's what I was thinking. I think worth. I think you know in the, the 2006 between 2006 and 2008 or something. You know, stupid ring. So stores. Um, oh, I've got no. I think it would hold this without like <laughs> blocking your face. I'm just stalling. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I, think I bet you Phil Bardsley was quite high. Incorrect. No. Zip. Right, Darren. <laughs> uh, Stephen Davis. No. No. He's not an Irish. He's not an Irish. Oh, yes, actually. Minus one for that. <laughs> Sick. Stephen Davis, John. Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon comes in at number seven. Really? Equally. This might be the Sunderland all that time. This might be the Sunderland all that time, so you're on for three, po- three points currently. Uh, what do you think his rating was for one and a half? Oh, eh. Uh, 80. 79. In 2007. That was a good guess. That probably would have been the Sunderland. I think that was in the Sunderland season. era. Well, we'll we'll right. another goalkeeper. You're right. Al mm. McGregor. Al McGregor. And at number six. Six. So mm. higher than Gordon, interestingly enough. Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that would have been said, So you'll get four points for this, Dan. What rating? Oh, no, he's, he's higher, so he's going to be higher oh, than 79. I, I didn't hear that. Play the game, Dan. Play the game. 80 would have been his rating. <laughs> I won't give you the point for that. 
Four. Four points for Darren. You currently lead the way on seven plus four minus one, whichever that is. Comment below. Uh, John, your next guess. Uh, I'm going to go for Ross McCormack. Incorrect. Really? <laughs> yes. He was an 82. You're terrible. <laughs> he was an 82 in the inform. Uh, I've not counted inform. <sighs> He was a 78 as well. No, they had ultimate team cards. This is like... What? They didn't have ultimate team in 2006. <laughs> I don't my team last season. This season. Yeah, but he was never named in a Scotland squad when he was that high rated, so get stuff. Right, Dan, I'll give you one more guess to four because we've not touched the top three or four here. <laughs> uh, Scott Brown. We've been talking about In at number seven as well. So for three points, how many? We'll go for 80. Oh, 79. 79? Go close. I can only give you three though. And John! It's got to be a big one here, John. Who's been higher than... Oh, so many people. <laughs> 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 the, the, the top two I'm looking at. Right, last guess, come uh, on. Uh, Paul Hartley. Uh, Hartley is in the list. Da, 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 da. He's equal eight, so you're only getting two points here. Nah, I don't care. Uh, what would his rating have been? 77. Oh, 78. Damn it. John, you score five. Darren, you score 14 minus one, which is 13. You are the winner. Congratulations! Yes. Don't know how done. Well done <laughs> right. I, don't know, I don't know what happened there, but uh, omitting informed, right? Because ultimate team didn't exist. I mean, we should have clarified that in the rules. Names in my head. But who okay. would have been higher? James McFadden. Number one, equally, Chris Boyd. Aye. Chris Boyd. I did think about. And Stephen Naismith. What do you think the rating was? Eighty-one. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. And what I game? I never got that. <laughs> right, eighty-five in two thousand and eight for Stephen Naismith. Chris Boyd, eighty-five in two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight seems to be a bit of a blip on the radar. For absurd That's ratings. Ridiculous. I think this was on the PlayStation 2 edition, which had like Darren Mackey at 77, which was even as a big fan, absurd. Yes. Uh, and at number two, oh, and at number two, Stephen McManus. Seriously? 84. Mm. I'd never have he would have been a bit Celtic and Derby. Something like that. Mm. Three Barry Ferguson, which Darren said. Four Darren Fletcher. 82, surprisingly. Yeah, I said. never thought of Darren uh, five Andrew Robertson. Wait, Charlie Adams on this. Eighty-one. Six Sean Maloney at eighty. Charlie Adam also at eighty. Uh, seven you had Craig Gordon as well as Tom Kearney. Uh, you know recently. Oh, I got him as well. Six as well. I should say David Weir. Eighty. Ah, oh, so uh, that far back. Yeah. Twenty pace. <laughs> well, <laughs> Kenny Miller in at eight along with Paul Hartley. Um, nine James McFadden seventy-seven, and tenth Jackie McNamara and Derek Riordan with seventy-five. When it said data, so <laughs> imagine Deeks in that. Yeah. Deeks. <laughs> well, if, if that was one, with Gary O'Connor would have been then, because he was the same. Yeah, he was pretty close. He'd have been at Sparta Moscow and all that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think the Russians were in the game and things back then, though. So it was. Uh, anyway, well done, Paul. That was. That thank was good, you. Effort was put into that. I did. <laughs> there was a lot of research, and some of it might be wrong. So if you want, if you want <laughs> to, rate com- yeah, if you want to comment below. Uh, but anyway. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll crack on without you don't worry <laughs> um, uh, elsewhere this week we had uh, Europa League uh, it was on uh, Rangers played Villarreal at the Ceramica oh, Stadium it's a sponsored thing <laughs> you know, new, the, new name the funny thing was they're sponsored by something Ceramica isn't it yeah yeah um, but my dad was like, "Oh, do they make tiles? Because like ceramic." And I was like, "Well, look at the tunnel because it's like it's like a bathroom. <laughs> They've just got all the bathroom <laughs> tiles bathroom, off the tunnel." Um, so I some familiar names in that Villarreal squad. Yeah. Uh, do talk about them, Darren. While I was out of frame to sugar my mouth. Carlos Bach is one of the main <laughs> names. He is. Oh, Sunset. what a roasting goal, by the way. Oh, shocking defending. Oh, defending's howling. Like there's two or three mistakes. But it's a good finish, though. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
I think that's that's the one thing that struck me about Villarreal is just their confidence in shooting compared to any other team I've watched in the last like month and a well year and a half. Santi Cazorla has been quite a good sign for them too. Oh, Santi Cardo. <laughs> I was impressed. Was it Pedraza? Pedraza? Pedraza. I don't know. Quite a good midfielder driving forward. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Funes Mori, I had no idea he was yeah, there. Yeah, he's signed for them on loan, I think, still. Everson playing home midfield, which mm-hmm. was a bit different for him, I thought. Mm. Well, it might, might not be. I don't know. Have you seen much of them this season, actually, Dan? You are a... I've seen a bit of them, yeah. They're, they're struggling this season. Harder to keep up with now, isn't it, now that it's no one... Yeah, Sky. Um, disappointed by that. Because Serie A has disappeared. Yes, it's on... Yeah, that's... He sports. sports yeah. I think those two leagues will regret that decision. Like... Yeah, I regret the decision already. What am I going to watch at 11 in the morning on a Sunday? <laughs> Is there not a Chinese Super League on Sky? <laughs> Thanks. Right, Italy was always quite good for morning... Well, I suppose was, Spain yeah. as well, actually. Uh, um, yeah, I think they'll live to regret that. I think this is Sky are just waiting for this to fail to then come back to kind of you know sort itself out. But uh, eyes, did you watch the game, Dan? I did. Yes, yeah. Uh, I was impressed with Villarreal first half, but I thought Rangers done well second half. Right, I watched the first half, and see when it was what one 0 at halftime. Yeah, it was. Then. And when I came back, Dad was like, you know, it's two two. I'm like, <laughs> what? I am. They were getting monsters in the first half. There was none. So credit to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two terrific goals, actually. I thought well worked. Scott Arfield's uh, netting a rare, a rare yeah, goal. Yeah, it was quite funny because I was slagging off Arfield and Candias a really, lot in the first half. Candias was terrible in the first half, and then obviously assisting a goal for the two of them. So. Didn't see Candias in the second <laughs> half. So he did. He had one or two good moves, and that was it. He's yeah. their highest rated, rated player on FIFA this year, which I'm like, is that right? It's just because he's foreign and interesting. Well, <laughs> okay, John, we're talking about football. It's not your moment, okay? <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> Aye, and then Lafferty. Uh, well, thought, yeah. Who's immediately dyed his hair blonde? That was a strange. <laughs> <laughs> Frosty tips. <laughs> well, it was just the, well, goals are the only thing he's driving home no. after his drunk driving charges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no Morelos. They didn't seem to be much worse off for no, it though, did they? Didn't really miss him too much. Arfield who scored at the end though with oh, Doran's pass. That was a great pass. Oh, Doran's back. Yeah. Well, that's good. He came, came off the bench because that's been a long time for him, hasn't it? Mm. I think the heat took the, the energy to both teams when they end it. It was at 30 odd degrees. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was the time it kicked off, I, it looked horrendous. Like, I had a comment on Kyle Lafferty's blonde hair. Apparently, the wife was happy he went blonde because she was struggling to tell him apart from Ryan Kent. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for that, Rob Lawless 666. Okay. <laughs> That's quite funny, I um, But, ah, you see, uh, you see where the fans were contained in that stadium as well? Right at the top. It's a weird yeah. stadium. Who designed <laughs> that? Like, ah, it's just an add on. Massive stand. Uh. Number of things I don't get about European football stadiums. See these tiny wee tiers that are below like the main stand. There's like four rows of seats. Why? <laughs> what? Who? I don't know. It's a strange one. It was quite funny. I seen a couple of Instagrams like stories of the game, and mm. there was a few Rangers fans, and it's like a net that's in front of like the away fan section, right. and they're actually standing on that, and it's like bouncing on the net. It's well, I saw um, one Instagram stories. I saw it's like the man with the megaphone, which I've not really seen. Oh, here, yeah. but uh-huh. you know, he was giving the giving it loudly, they're giving it all the chat, and then Rangers come forward and they score. Now I couldn't actually see the ball go in, and I don't know whether it's to do with the, the tilt of the stand or just the atmosphere or whatever. But they were all topless and stuff like that. Uh, so well, uh, yeah. You're quite right with the heat and stuff. It was 30 degrees, I good support though, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, it was really travelled really well because I don't yeah. think it's ah, the easiest. How many, to... how many expats? Well, I don't know how easy it is to get to <laughs> Villarreal. If you go to Benidorm, you're not far away for the other side. I know a few people that went to Benidorm. Oh my gosh, there's pubs galore <laughs> that yeah. would support that kind of thing. They didn't just support us club in Benidorm, but just for the buses. 
<laughs> it'll pretty much. I've seen a few of them. Worth it though, that'd be, be a good away day. Oh, that's a good away day, yeah. Uh, but a tremendous result for them. Yeah. Uh, and if they can do the business at home, I think. The one thing about Villarreal is they're not the team that they were like four or five seasons ago. So they're sitting 13th in the league now. So yeah. they've had a poor start to the season. So I was expecting Rangers to do something against them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Rangers done well to get a point considering how they played in the first half. Eh? That was a fantastic result, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, who was in their team? Remember years ago when they were in the Champions League? Oh, I couldn't. Firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Wasn't he Forlan? Felt like Raquel May, though, mm-hmm. was a big player just, for them, right? Just, just had a good team, generally. They still play the same sort of football, really. It's just. Never, never as well. Who was that other Spanish team? They nicked Queller from them when they yeah. had a good Champions League run. I think they got relegated. Osasuna. Osasuna. There you go, remember. So all <laughs> these wee Spanish teams kind of have their. Yeah, they do. They have their moments and then get relegated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sadly. So I'm going to look up that Villarreal team. See, that would be the quiz for next week. It's like the Villarreal <laughs> team. Because yeah, yeah. I remember that being quite a big deal at the time. I'm never going to get it on my phone now. I can't remember. Those high school used to do trips to Villarreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They went to Valencia a few things, didn't they? Because yeah. Valencia was a bigger team. You knew more of the players oh, from Valencia yeah, yeah. at that time. Probably been like David Silva, David Villa, Morata. Oh, yeah, David Villa. No Morata. Matt. The boy Marata. went to Joaquin. Vicente. No. Canizares, the blonde goalkeeper. Ayala, the centre back. Was he. Navas was Sevilla, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was at Valencia for a while. Oh, it could have been. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely Hi! So it's good to see the sort of... That's ah, the golden generation of Spain. <laughs> <gone. laughs> I yeah, know, pretty much. Out the window. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're not so hot, but... Uh, uh, a tougher test against Rapid Vienna. Uh, is that who they're playing That's next, next home, Ibrox. Who beat, what, uh, Spartak 2-0? Oh, did they? I did know, yeah. I, I, I thought it was CSK that was in their group. Nah, no, Spartak. CSK's in the Champions League. Oh, well. Um, so Vienna beat Spartak at home. Hmm. I didn't know that. I saw um, the other result from Celtic's group that Salzburg had beat Leipzig. No, that was a bit of a shot. In the Red Bull derby. Because yeah. <laughs> like, Red Bull will be looking at the accounts going, hmm, <laughs> we pay this team far less than this team, but they've just won 3-2. Hmm. Which is weird. But they've talked about match fixing and that with right. those teams, and I was like, Ooh. Well, it could be the reverse next game. Yeah. Could be. It'll depend on who's more likely to get through to the last 16. The last 32 in there. Yeah, probably both of them. <laughs> well, you never know. Celtic didn't look all that great against Rosenberg. Uh, I watched oh, that yeah. game as well. I watched both games. I and didn't watch all the Celtic That Celtic game, game looked like a... Game. From the highlights, well, looked like a brutal I watched, watch. the Rangers I watched game the first half and then I was like, nope. Not well, the Rangers game was exciting. The Celtic game was... It mirrored the weather. It was just dreary. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, they were terrible. I Celtic are having a bad time, no doubt. Uh, well, I mean, the the chatter midweek, you know, Griffiths, come on, get the goal. He got the goal against Kilmarnock um, on Sunday. And the chatter at the moment is, you know, who's their number one striker? Uh, Edward or Griffiths? Uh, you've got to play both. Pro- well, you're Edward a team of that calibre, actually. Edward looks yeah. better with somebody up beside him. Griffiths is just a poacher. You have a way of shooting down my arguments really quickly, don't you? <laughs> I'm not shooting I'm just... What would you John, would be, John would be terrible on the debate, for example. <laughs> I'd just win. <laughs> <laughs> I would win. <laughs> Uh, so quick, have you seen the thing they do on Soccer AM where they like cut that to like take them out of context? That comedian guy that used to do all the impressions of the teams at the oh, end of every week. Ah, uh, yeah, I know he was. Which I thought was quite funny, but uh, 
Aye, so they won nil against Rosenberg, which I think is their least convincing win against them this season. Aye, but <laughs> I'd say so. Left it late enough. My point in a previous podcast still stands. <laughs> what was that? I'm not going to say it because you'll bleep it. No, all right, go for it. <laughs> the Rosenberg are still there. Well, <laughs> I may or may not remember to go back to that. Ah. <laughs> um, it's a statement of fact. You know, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would agree with that. Um, but aye, Celtic are also... We'll talk, we'll talk about them fumbling in the league, I guess, as well, shall we? Not if you want to merge the two. Yeah, why not? The, the stats, uh, Richard Gordon, on good old sports sound, can I go wrong, was saying today that they've dropped eight points from six games, which is the same amount of points they dropped in their entire Invincible season in 2016-17. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Six games and they've dropped eight points. Aye, it's not looking good. It's hard to say why, though. Because well, I think they have the squad, it's just... The squad hasn't changed no. in actuality. The only person they've lost was Dembele. Aye, and Armstrong. Armstrong. But Armstrong, Armstrong never yeah. really played. That was the thing. He was injured all the time. Well, I think if you look at, you know, today, I think, um, or on Sunday, sorry, Christie played, mm. you know, perhaps instead of Armstrong. And I think there's a there's a gap there. There's a difference in quality for sure. Yes. But, you know, Celtic were so loaded with midfielders that it was actually unnecessary to have. And Rogic was always there. Ahead of Armstrong anyway, wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. He dropped quite a lot of players for the Kamarnock game, I felt. He did. Not just playing Rogic, yeah. not playing yeah. Forrest. That was that was a bit of an impact also. I mean, I don't know if this is just a... They don't have a plan B as such. Mm-hmm. It's passed the ball to death, but it's too slow now. And people know just to sit back and absorb it because they don't really have the quality anymore to break it down. I mean, Sinclair doesn't look half the player he was. Oh, he, no. was, he was really poor. We said that a lot. And he's... he's Effectively stealing twenty five grand a week when you look at his performances. Their their wage bill is like fifteen point nine million pounds a year. He was bankrolled by oh the Irish guy who's Fergus no Fergus McCann. Oh, he's the Canadian guy. Dermot, is this the Dermot Desmond. Maybe Dermot Desmond, who's paying for it. He's also paying for Brendan Rodgers to be there as well, who's on a pretty penny. Rodgers, he's beginning. To, I don't want to say he's been getting found out, but. There's a limitation to him now. Yeah. And I don't know if he's losing the dressing room either. Aye. I, I think he lost. The uh, The comments were, you know, that things happened in the summer that didn't go down well. I yeah. think the Boyata situation was handled badly. Dembele, Dembele leaving so late would have had it a It wasn't that so much he left, it was the manner in which he left. Yes. And the manner in which Boyata stayed. Yes. And you're thinking if you were getting, what was it, 20 mil for Dembele, uh-huh. you probably could have got that earlier on. They would have been, I think they would have got maybe 17, 18 a bit earlier yeah. on. You would have got about eight, nine million for Bayata. If you wanted, if you yeah. wanted to really push it, so there's nearly thirty million. You could have went and got McGinn whenever you fancied, because mm. he was ready to go. Let's be honest. That, ah, yeah. But you see, his finishing's awful. He's got oh, well. he's got a really <laughs> iffy goal. Oh, he's, yeah. he's all he's off balance. And oh, no, that was jammy. I think it was a <laughs> world class. Your kit is minted by the way. The the Villa kit. No, I, I, don't, I don't like it. Don't like the colouring. Maroon. No. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be hard know. to get away for that for the whole Claret and blue that's getting off point though oh, sorry, yeah. you get what I mean though Celtic could have handled it so much better in oh, the summer yeah. they could have had so much more money and they yeah. could have went out and got <laughs> you could have you could have you could have replaced yeah. three times Jack Hendry Aye, you, you know in a, a swoop maybe you could have sold by R mm-hmm. to 8 million you could have went and got McKenna for three and a half that would have worked still made a profit and mm-hmm. you've still got a really good centre back mm-hmm. who will develop much like Virgil van yeah. Dijk has done not someone that goes straight into the first team aye. well I don't know I mean, he'll, he'll progress quite well in that Celtic team mm-hmm. domestically aye. Yeah, Europe's a challenge for him obviously but 
I, I just think it was a wee bit stubbornness, I think, and I think there was a, just by the outside looking in, there was a, an ar- a tension between the board and what Rodgers wanted oh, yeah, to yeah, do, yeah. and it's, it's carried over into the, into the league, which isn't comfortable for them. Oh no, well his comments today that they, they are weaker, and he was actually very honest in his interview, it strikes me as a man that's been defeated, and you know, that's kind of, you go from the highs of a couple of seasons ago, you know, the highs of I'm staying for 10 in a row, mm-hmm. to what we currently have. And, you know, that friction between himself and the board, them not performing on the pitch, him not really having much of a reason for that at the moment. It, it, you know, if they don't win the league this year, do they sack him? I don't think they'll sack him. He'll, he'll maybe walk. He'll maybe take a job down do south. Do you think he's guided he didn't get a looking for that Arsenal job? He, he maybe I think did. So, yeah. Is he's he baffled that Unai Emery got the, <laughs> the <laughs> Arsenal job as we all were? I think most people were. He I won't be trying to get a job back in England. No, that's, 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 do you really think Arsenal would have been this the right club for him though? It's a huge club. You're not going to get a bigger team. I think he would have done a good job there. I don't think he was the right kind of name for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the Arsenal thing was a bit of an anomaly because the guy Werner had been there for so long, and that you know, did they need a name? Did they you know? I knew I they needed they needed a continental name. They didn't need a Brendan Rodgers. Like, it's a well, his stock was high at that but, point last season, whereas now it's starting to. And you look at what Gerard is currently doing with his team, you know. No, that's a concern for Rangers now. Is Gerard is doing so well? But ish, you know. We look domestically; they're still not quite there. They're about hammering St. Johnston five-one just after a European tie. Who Celtic mm. in the same? Yeah, but Celtic had that long struggle. journey, John, to come back midweek. Oh, all the way. <laughs> Celtic Park to Kilmarnock's a big drive. Yeah. The, the M77's a busy road. There's a step back in time sometimes, but well. See that announcement spiel, by the way, is so funny because it's like we are the only team in Ayrshire. It's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> yourself, they're not even in the same league yet. We'll get back to that as well. Mm. Um. Do so. Point blank question: Do Celtic win the league this season, Darren? Current form, no. But I still think I still think okay. at this moment of time. But then I think Rangers will get better, and I don't think you can write off Hearts just yet. Or Hibs, in my opinion, John. Uh, I think Celtic will still win it. Just I don't think if Gerrard keeps going the way he's going, I don't think he'll be there at the end of the season. Oh really? I think someone will come in from the England. To pry him from Rangers would need to be. I think he'll be there for a year. It would need to be a Premier League side. Aye. I think a top, a top ten Premier top League 10 side team would take him. Okay. Given his reputation, and if he continues the way he's going, these are it's a big attraction for a team in England. Hmm. That's true. We'll be interested to see how that goes. That's obviously hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a long shot. It's Again, don't worry. I'll clip it out, John, in that future a... when he goes to like Barcelona or something. Like That's that. a bold prediction for you. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag bold prediction. Uh, yeah, I think Celtic will win the league because no one else has the stamina to keep this up. Um, and everyone's shown that they're not faultless at this time. Um, but, you know, teams are smelling blood at the moment, so... It's oh. making the league interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Can I just say as well, as an Aberdeen fan, <laughs> we are so far at the game already. It's, it's quite funny, like... though. <laughs> but the, do you know what the thing is, right? It's, it's, it's the case of crescendoing at entirely the wrong time. You know, like, they crescendoed when Celtic were at their peak. Same thing with Falkirk in seasons of Nine. old. They crescendoed when they were up against Rangers, Hibs and, and Hearts, which was the impossible task. Yeah. But Aberdeen did have a striker score at the weekend. Hooray. James Wilson, uh, Man United man, getting a goal there. 
Motherwell are trash at the moment, though, by the looks of things. Mm. I don't think they can finish all that well. No, all that well. Yeah, I like the <laughs> like way you went with that, John. Uh, struggle at the moment. Uh, yeah, but as you say, Rangers uh, thumping St. Johnson. 5-1. Bit of a doing. Bit of a doing. So they've shown that they've got the depth to handle the European game midweek and a tough European game at that versus you know Celtic and their, their diddies. Um, well, not diddies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Um, Hearts drawing with Levy. Oh, I'm actually a Levy fan, it. by the way. Can I point that out now? No. That um, Levy this season. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. Season. <laughs> I've taken another break. I've had enough, right? I have had enough of supporting losing teams. I tell right. me about it. Livingston, you know, I'm I'm West Lothian boy essentially. So. Well, Livingston, you had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was happening exactly. Um, I was surprised at that score. To be honest. Well, the thing is, they. I know they've had a good start. Mm. But... Stephen Naismith missed a penalty. Wait, oh, I did it. Yeah. Hearts. Oh, a lot of people I work with are Hearts fans, so they're they're you know giving it all like you know. No. Win <laughs> and you know the stats have been going out on Twitter and stuff. I think they were the record was like level with like Liverpool and Atletico Madrid or Barcelona mm, or Real Madrid. Like that, yeah. And you know because the hundred percent win record. Yeah, it was and five and could, five. You can step off that blooming perch <laughs> now, boys. Step off that blooming perch, but. Um, I Levy are what fourth now after the Rangers mm-hmm. victory. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. They are fourth, it's, but Hearts, Celtic Rangers, or Rangers Celtic, and goal difference. Yeah, Hibs are no far behind. Okay, like Amara went above Celtic and goal difference. Good grief. Um, but I Livingston on eleven points after six games. Uh, Ross County last season who went down, I think, had twenty nine after like thirty eight games. <laughs> are Levy essentially safe already? No. No, I mean, they're having a good run now, and it is very good to watch. Top six contenders, John? No. Why not? No, I've got the form. I'll take one winner and I'll. I won't unravel, but. The motivator that is Gary Holt has got them firing in all cylinders. I'd like to see them get top six. I'd love to see them get top six. No danger. They're the only team to get top six and like, have 1,500 people turn up on a regular basis. <laughs> well, no, they ever let's not do that. Everness would take the Yeah, Everness did that. Partick wouldn't have been that far off either, actually. Bigger crowds. Yeah. Both of them went down subsequently, so <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe not the best idea to get top six. Um, they're doing really well, and it's, I know they get sort of branded by being quite Route One physical team, but it's actually quite good to watch. Works. It's very effective, especially in Scotland. It's, it's good. It's physical. It's good to watch. Actually, I, you, well, that's what that I said. Hearts game. Just watching the highlights, it was Could it was you? worth the fifteen twenty quid to get in. You went to the Hearts game ah, a couple of weeks back. I went to see them absolutely humps and run 4-1. It was a tenner again, it was great. Well, the thing is, big crowds at Hearts, almost irrespective of who they're, weighing, who they're playing at the moment, you know, good atmosphere. I guess it's well worth a, it's, it's easy a, a visit if you're a footballing tourist. Aye, just a nomad. If you're or a come and visit the Ammonville with me, or the Tony Macaroni Arena. <laughs> this has got many people in FIFA excited, by the way, because they're thinking, you know, new kits for their ultimate team. You want macaroni on the front of your shirt. So that could prove to be a popular <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> elsewhere, the Birmingham pumped Dundee, much to no one's surprise. Um, Neil McCann kind of on the ropes now, maybe. Kind of. No, Kenny Miller to take over <laughs> in a player management <laughs> position. <Yeah. laughs> no, that's why he's there. Could be. Um, yeah, it's not looking good. It just, it just Football in Dundee at the moment is pretty rotten. Nah, it's unfortunate. Um, which is unusual. It's quite a strong. There's a strong fan base, 
for teams mm-hmm. at Dundee, you know, a lot of money banded about ish. Depending on how you look at the Dundee accounts, mm-hmm. it's kind of up and down. As there's, <laughs> there's a lot of money there, but they're also depends on who's audited it. Yeah, exactly. Dundee's yeah. um, all on credit. <laughs> I, that's such a mess. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't. You think Dundee will be the straight down boys this season? I'm not convinced yet. After no. my predictions at the beginning of the manager, season, man. then yeah. they get a new manager in. They always signing in January. That's Just what always happens is they get a new manager, they get reinvigorated. And again, there's a few good young players there. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan. Is it Kerr that's their captain? You know, good so, young yeah. player. Um, I think they lost O'Hara and things in the summer. Um, and we know how terrible that their striker they sent out of Montas is. So well, that doesn't have them back. Doesn't bode well for the first team. But, uh, I think a lot of heads down there that really need to be turned around. But more high-scoring victories for Hibernian. Well, I'll come back into it again. It was an easy task, let's be honest. Yeah, it was. If you watch the highlights, uh, Dundee just kind of switch off in the second half. It's, it's quite embarrassing, actually. They'll need to start their defence. Because, again, that Kilmarnock game was mad last week with the 3-2. Mm-hmm. And then I think last season it was like 5-4 or something like that. I think um, they're away to Hamilton next weekend. Right. Which is, is that right? a relegation six-pointer already, really, for, for mm. Dundee more than Hamilton. Like, Hamilton will be fine. But. I think Hamilton getting the points against St Mirren. Who look utterly dreadful. St. Mirna bad, yeah. Well, yeah I wonder got... what Ligo Rankiri was talking about. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he got the draw against Celtic in his, his first game, you know, which... I don't know how that <laughs> well, we, should, we see how terrible, you know, that they are. The boys mm. as mad as a hatter. That's what you need, though, isn't it? Ah, uh, no, that's not what you need, like... Oh, come on. Their recruitment had killed them in the summer. Ah, yeah. They got rid of every everyone that was good about their campaign. Uh, whereas you look at someone like Livingston, who kept... They're kind of key players. Let yeah. go of a lot of people. I'm just kind of. They kept their identity. They did, and oh, that's, that's a good. That's a good line. <laughs> that's well a, done, John. That's actually right, that's a top bit of punditry. Richard <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> Any, <laughs> anyone that's watching at BBC Scotland now, get Gary Holt and all that crew off. And get they they did though. Submitting yeah. for whatever reason, <laughs> Brogan Stubbs, who was absolutely hopeless at Hibs, terrible apart idea. from the cup final, uh, and he just he's ruined it. It's almost so, like it's like what Hartley's done at Falkirk, which we'll go on to. That he's utterly ruined the club. There are a few <laughs> people that John has a target on the backs of. Alan Stubbs would be one of them. Yes, rightly so. But I think St. Mirren Football Club as well. Um, no, I, I actually don't mind. They've done the right thing when they brought in their new stadium, for example. Yep. Uh, what Fal- Falkirk should have Falkirk done. should have done. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot kind of going for St. Mirren, but they made that such a hash. That appointment in the, the recruitment in the summer. Yeah. It's, it's a real struggle for them. I don't know how they're going to. There's going to be need to be big recruitment in January to sort it. Ah, they'll need to gut it and then hope for the best. Their biggest problem is Livingston are doing far better than anyone expected. Yes. Because you would. <laughs> roles reversed. Yep. You would expect Sabin to take the bounce win in the league and sort of Livingston to be struggling at the bottom. Sabin would have had they kept their team from last season. So. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so uh, it's all heating up. The top of the league now seems to be a kind of four horse race. You know, Rangers, Celtic, Hibs, Hearts uh, seems to be the way it's kind of going. Um, the sheep, the sheep aren't on fire. What? The sheep aren't on fire. No, I'm looking wistfully at my Aberdeen top just now. I think there. Get that down for next week. They're out. <laughs> ah, my Tony Macaroni top will be there, Dan. Do you worry? I'll bring a bit dangerous. Whoever's winning, I'll go with. That's that's my decision. Uh, anyway, the championship. Do you want to start at the top or the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you there, John. Work our way down. What's up? <laughs> Take a pick, honestly. 
we'll start at the top because that's the positivity. Air United have gone top of the championship. Um, and I guess it's not really a huge surprise. Uh, beating Alawa 2-0? Aye. Yes, yes. Got the highlights. Stunning finish from, you'll never guess. You have Moffat? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ketno. <laughs> uh, Lauren Shankland. Uh, playing well. I tell you, that Alawa, it's such a ramshackle disaster of like a... Well, that's good news. <laughs> it's a space. It's not even... Well, no, I'm not talking about the team. The team looked all right. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> the stadium. It's not a stadium. It's like... It's, it's such a, a mess. <laughs> it's actually an embarrassment to actually have a professional football team playing in such a... It is a, a stadium if they wouldn't narrow it so much. Well, I saw that. They painted like the lines on... It used to be... They painted the green where the white lines used to be. Aye. Full size and they've narrowed it. So you're absolutely miles away from the pitch. But then, even then, there's there's goals just littered everywhere. There's like some rough security men who are kind of watching the game. They're kind of watching the fans. Absolutely disaster. But I Air United have have gone on. Um, what question I had is if they went up as if their stadium would meet current specs because I know we've kind of downgraded a bit. Absolutely wouldn't. No, that's the thing. See, that's what I said. It's all terrace. But apparently, it's not a million miles away. But then I was like, well, why did Celtic go through all the safe standing rubbish for you know that corner? But I mean, air, air could do the same, conceivably. Mm-hmm. What, safe standing? Safe standing on both ends. I don't know about the far side, because it just looks like well, rubble, to be oh, honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they've obviously got the main stand, which is mostly wooden seating. So I think it's just about... But it would be the last great stadium in Scotland, pretty much, to go. You, w- you absolutely would not want that getting torn down. In fact, if it got torn down, that is, that's the end of Scottish football as a kind of nostalgic moment. Mm. Well, again, much like we talk about, you know, the Real Stadium earlier. Mm-hmm. When I looked at the sort of, and I've got a, is it Broadwood Airdrie used to play at? No, it's come up. It's the Excelsior used to be Airdrie. No, the Excelsior is currently Airdrie. Aye. No, but the one they played at before. Yeah, I do. But that's the feature I've got going up on the Instagram next week. And it's, you know, you look at the old stadiums like when St. Mirren played at Love Street and uh, St. Johnston oh. at... Look at the old pictures of Kilmarnock Stadium. Uh, uh-huh. You've seen the... In documentary. Right. Uh, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And they're turning it down. That was really sad. Like, but then that's the funny thing is those stadiums had no cohesive design whatsoever. No, just some of them had curved ends, some of them had straight, some of them had, you know, at Craven Cottage, they've got the, the old kind of uh, corner. Yeah. Uh, ah, I can't remember what you would uh, call it. Pavilion. Yeah. pavilion. Um, uh, it looks like it should be part of a cracker gun rather than. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get onto that next week. I'd like to discuss what makes a stadium atmospheric hmm. on the grounds of Hamden's redevelopment. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, but I Air United only going top because of Inverness drawing with Ross County, the two horses that we've picked to win the league this season. <laughs> John sided with Ross County. Ross County yeah. I sided with Inverness. Who did you side? I was Ross County. Ooh, so two v one. It's ticked. Why six thousand eight hundred people at that derby, by the way, which was a, good, a pretty solid attendance. Good crowd, though. Yeah. Um, Especially in I know. I've not seen any highlights, but it looks like the. Between themselves, Dundee United and Air, it's uh, kind of four horse race as well for the championship at the moment. No, they've done the United in it, to be honest. They're up there. After, hey, unbelievably. Like, after their victory what, against Falkirk. Once it's like the manager. <laughs> well, oh, think about, know, uh, what are you going to. No, we'll probably get to that game later on. But. We'll get to it now because we're talking about Dundee United. Right, you're fine. Yeah. Um, we were, of course, at the Falkirk Dundee United game of the weekend. John is the season ticket holder. He's required to be there. I help with the tannoy. I'm required to be there. Darren, you're required to be there. 
Did, did you go? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Made the right decision. Yeah. Uh, I heard on the Tannoy as well, some little lad, it was his first game at the Falkirk Stadium. I'm I'm sorry so, I am so sorry. I'll refund your money, give you a pie. <laughs> no, it hasn't always been this way. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Because when we started watching, well, when we started watching Falkirk, mm-hmm. you know, it was a reasonably good period in time. Fantastic, yeah. Brock, I started my first season was at Brockville when we won the league. Mm-hmm. An absolute canter. You thought, this is magic. Mm-hmm. There was Oakville after that, which wasn't great, but it steadily progressed when the league was following season SPL. If you start being a Falkirk fan now or last <laughs> season, what is the incentive to go the, back? The thing is, as a Falkirk fan, we've always enjoyed coming close to great success. It's glorious failure. It is glorious <laughs> failure, and we've loved that. We love getting to a playoff final. And just not quite get, and we love getting to a Scottish Cup final, and then just because it gives us something to moan about, and it papers over cracks in the boardroom. It does. Well, it I'm, does. I don't want to go on a big rant about it, but I'm, we'll I'm, get to that. The thing, see, what struck me about this weekend's football was Kilmarnock getting the win against Celtic. Right, Kilmarnock are, are an all right team. You know, finishing the top six, I acknowledge, mm-hmm. is, is good. Mm-hmm. But see, little successes like that, it keeps you going. And like our cup runs in the championship, getting to Hamden and playing Hibernian, even like a wee challenge cup run, that little beam of light Aye, would you keep you going. We don't have that. There's nothing. Like, there is, there's nothing to motivate you and there's no interesting play. Uh, yeah. But it's fine because we've got a, a three-page essay describing what's <laughs> going wrong. Oh, dear. <laughs> you might have seen this in the press, by the way, that Falkirk put out the longest statement known to man. It wasn't really a statement, it was a letter from the chairman. As the banter years continue in the SPFL. Oh, God, it's chairwoman Margaret Langer, she's the worst statement you'll ever read. Oh, the funniest thing, right, was... These are the, these are questions that fans may have asked, that <laughs> she's decided have been asked, and yeah. decides to answer them herself. It's, oh, trolling, I think, would be the best way to describe it. I think, it. Uh, discussing it with others, it was, it was a naive move. Stupid. It was it was possibly the right thing to do, but the wrong the wrong thing to do. <laughs> she was better off just keeping quiet. I think so. I mean, it disclosed a lot of things that perhaps you know were of competition she's, interest. She's opened up a lot of can of worms, especially in the academy. She started banning figures about. And the interesting thing about it is the chief exec, Craig Campbell, is not mentioned at all. No. In any of that, so he's not put his name to it. He left, I think, ten minutes before. He should just leave. And no come back, to be brutally honest. He takes an absolute chunk of money at that club every week and a wage and does nothing. That that was the biggest worry for me is reading through these figures and that they're recording pretty heavy losses each season. Oh aye. And you look about the place, you know, there's a lot of folk there that the sales teams especially working hard to get sponsorship plastered everywhere. You go to any other club in the championship, there's nowhere near the amount of sponsorship that we are very, very fortunate to get. Oh, and aye. we're still taking massive losses. Somebody, yeah. somebody has to spell this out at some stage otherwise the club is going to face some serious issues well c- currently right we are looking at a team that's going to be in league one right much as Dan said with um, Celtic earlier if nothing changes status quo remains mm. I don't see that being remotely sustainable as a league one team no it, it could very well collapse with the same backside mm-hmm. um, a lot of people point to Wraith they survived managed to stay full time but they're a smaller organisation yes and they could sort of close down a stand and it didn't really matter. Mm. We don't have that kind of luxury than that. We don't really own the stadium. We own parts <laughs> of well, it. The, the joke was, you know, we would eventually have to lease it out to East Stirlingshire who would pass us <laughs> in the league on our way because the thing is, once the plane's on fire, how do, you, how do you bring it back up again, you know? 
That's not an analogy anyone uses, but I've used it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Funniest thing of the weekend, I was you know talking to some of the other people. I won't name names, but it was a few songs bandied about with Margaret Lang to the tune of Shanga Lang by the Bayside Rollers. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. Also, um, talking, we're talking about Rangers or something just as the subs were coming on. It was Billy King that came on, so we're kind of elbowing the announcer, like, don't get that the wrong way around, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in orange. <laughs> <laughs> as well. Well, a phrase of air die. Um, so that, that was the. That's that was the thing, though. You'll probably get a better understanding of the inside. No. We do. Uh, well, I've, I've spoken about it before. I get all my information for everyone else. I sat in that south stand. First goal went in. There was not a peep. There was no booing. There was no. No, no. No one no. busting their vein in abuse. Even though it was no, absolutely no. horrendous. Goalkeeping. There'll be an expectation that that's going to happen now, though. It's all very apathetic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a worry. I would take my eye off it. But you know, no one cares. No one's no one's like trying to bust into the main entrance to try and oust these people. <laughs> you know, apart from the oh, hold on. Are you <laughs> wanting the West Ham situation nah, from last season started. where we all, we all just kinda <laughs> go in front? What are you doing? The problem is, right, see if you did that at Falkirk. No <laughs> one's gonna stop you. There's no tear <laughs> in between. The problem is folk with the main stand would never do that. It's other South stand folk that would do that. Even then, don't you don't you give them ideas? No, see if there's a riot and the no. police come down and shut down this blooming podcast because of your suggestions. All for the greater good. Oh, good grief! No, but you get my point though. There this is. boy had a cold at the start of the podcast <laughs> and was like, "I'm not going to say much." That's my excuse in court. That's <laughs> I think the, the thing that's is, my point though there is abs- no one cares nope. no one cares this is no, the thing no, no. well the thing is see at the weekend there I was saying you know, if an alien was shot down from space he'd have no idea what the point of football was No, for either team I can't just say Dundee United you are equally as mince as well but see when the ball was like flashed across the box and there was a dead certain opportunity I didn't shift I didn't <laughs> run forward I didn't jump up and down I knew that this was either going skite into the top of the south stand or blazed wide Dead which in the case of what Petrovic is and Harrison it completely was Dead Lewis cuts it back straight across the goal anyone else would have buried that everybody's up their feet I'm no. nonchalant a yeah, cup exactly. of coffee in my hand not flinched because you just know he's going to miss Aye, it is bad it is bad and I feel for I now understand what it feels like to be a Brecon fan or a Cowden Beath fan or <laughs> you know a Falker fan a Falker fan how do you how do you, how do you keep yourself motivated uh, I though I can't like? see myself being back to be honest you've got that option though well <laughs> you've got that option I'll be posting my season ticket back because nobody wants it oh my that's true <laughs> competition time <laughs> anyone out there that wants a season ticket yeah. right in best suggestions will win the prize loser gets the season ticket yeah plus 10 pounds <laughs> pretty much um, I the game itself a game of very few chances like Dundee United didn't create a lot what they, they did score was shambolic that was poor goalkeeping the, yeah. the header for the second looked okay yeah um, but oh the mark, I think, was there's nothing really to kind of comment about the game it was just terrible the only good thing I would have to say is that number 90 for Dundee United had some really good feet and actually looks like quite a player but he can't cross right I didn't notice that no <laughs> he, he had Muirhead in a play yeah but John right seeing Scottish football you can't have <laughs> one or the other an all round player that's actually good at two separate things you have to basically pick you know for example Paul Payton has lots of aggression without any stamina pace direction <laughs> exactly our, goal, our goalkeeper has a good beard. Hipster man. 
If you look good in a boohoo advert. Not much else. Petro, <laughs> Petrovicius has some fantastically large thighs. <laughs> he's got the largest thighs. He's got <laughs> humongous thighs. Like these, his shorts are bulging. As between, not, not for the good reason. It's between uh, him and Shakiri. <laughs> he is a bit like that. But Shakiri had massive um, like calves as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which uh, Petrovicius doesn't have. <laughs> uh, but aye. Not good. I think we've saved Shaba Laszlo's job for another week. Right. I think what was depressing is they celebrated that victory as if they won the league. You know, they went over, oh, shook I... the fans' hands, and I was like, what on earth is this? Like, That's embarrassing. It is, but six, uh, no, 900 Dundee United good, fans. Good support. Good, uh, very, like very good. Attendance, yeah. I don't know again how they're doing it, because they're in such a miserable place as well. But um, that's probably their core support, that would just go home and away now. Pretty much. Uh, next home game for Falkirk is Dunfermline. Nah, I won't be at that. I can't face it. <laughs> But that now that's the only game that matters of the season. Nah, isn't I, the derby. I honestly cannot even <laughs> comprehend watching. You're, you're twitching. Callum Higginbottom <laughs> rip the push. <laughs> Dallison, Harrison, Muirhead, whoever plays left back, so nobody Robson. I, I can't. Why wasn't he playing? Why? I don't get it. He's been missing. That Russell boy who looked alright is gone AWOL, who's a natural right back. No, I mind him. Uh, he's disappeared. Mm-hmm. The oh, and Evans has been totally dropped. Oh, he's useless, though. Sam out, who I thought we maybe end up turn, doing uh-huh. a good job on their McKinnon, is just sitting on the bench doing nothing. Yeah. The, is it Greenwood they got for Sunderland? Yeah. Has disappeared. Oh, the kind of curly hair guy. Um, anyone who tells me Mackin will put in a better shift than, than Hayward. Playing well in the reserve league. Well, Ludden, who's the Rangers guy on loan, you know, got a goal on his debut. Poor right? guy. Huh? Poor guy. I know. <laughs> See that game of the weekend? I was I was thinking that he must be thinking, what on earth am oh, I playing with here? Sack your agent. Do you want game time at a championship club? No, nope, doesn't right? matter. Sack your agent. Well, that is the worst move they've done. But the Hibs youth players went out to was it Gala Deans or something that were playing in the Scottish Cup first round oh, today? Gala Dean. Gala Dean, who won 6 3, 7 3. Oh, I don't know. But they, he, he got a trick on his debut <laughs> on loan from Hibs, so it's, it's, it's of a better quality than that. But um, yeah, Send them to the junior stuff, no more. Aye. <laughs> Dundee United, not many names on you. Can I create Kern and things? Uh, McMullen had an alright game but he's he's kind of stalled a wee bit not fresh faces for them they've done an us but they're not as bad did they recognise Paul Watson they never, he was never threatened no he was the, the defenders weren't up to it's amazing that Edge and Gelly's still there he's a, he's a bad still player there. Aye. Uh, but anyway Dundee United have propelled themselves up the league after their wee handshakes and, and all that jazz and we wait and see if Falker can do anything in their derby Anyway, I just won't be happening. <laughs> on that positive note, it brings us to an end. To an end? Well, it brings me to an end. <laughs> That's for sure. So, thank you very much for listening. If you've got this far from myself, Paul. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. From down. Cheers, guys. And tune in next week or the week after for an analysis of another Falkirk drubbing. Enjoy. Have a good. Have I said have a good evening, a good afternoon? Uh, no. Have a good evening, a good afternoon, and a good morning. Bye-bye.